0: Welcome to Resident Advisors Exchange, our series of conversations with the artists, labels and promoters shaping the electronic music landscape. My name is Mark Smith and I'm the tech editor at Resident Advisor. Rene Pavlovitz is one of the most influential and consistently great techno artists of the last decade. You could pick out almost any of his 15 plus aliases at random and find a discography full of tracks that changed modern dance floors. Head High, EQ'd, WK7 and Wax, just to name a few of his better known monikers, are all essential parts of the techno-canon, which is to say nothing of his era-defining albums as Shed. Pavlovitz is fresh off the release of a new LP called Odebruch, so he came by RA's Berlin office for a conversation with Will Lynch about the concepts underpinning the record, which is his most thoughtful, personal and arguably strongest album to date. As always, you can find our full archive of exchanges at residentadvisor.net and follow us on SoundCloud at ra-exchange. The exchange with Shed is up next.
1: Yeah, we did an interview quite a long time ago for the blog Little White Earbuds. I don't know if you remember that. Mm. But um, at the time, you described your process as being (coughs) super straightforward, just sort of like uh, you have an idea, you sit down, Mm. execute the idea, and it's done. Um,
2: I think it's the first time that it's changed with this album. A lot of things changed when I started to think about creating the new album. So it was the first time that I took some time off and uh, tried to get on my own, sitting in the studio and making music. But it, actually it wasn't happening. So I had the chance to have four weeks without family. So I took all my stuff with me to the house in Oderbruch. But the only thing I did was for two weeks I was fishing <laughs> the whole time. So so it's, it's really close to the Oder, to the river. And uh, I thought now uh, it's silent everywhere. No one who's disturbing you, you can can write music and make music the whole time. But it it wasn't, it's not at all. So I was uh, yeah for two weeks I did actually nothing. So and uh, then the pressure increased. <laughs> In the end of the four weeks, there was one one and a half track. So. In the end it was a good decision because I had a lot of ideas and uh, kind of feelings or like emotions in my head so it was very easy to 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 write the music after these weeks uh, at home that was re- really cool uh, to do it like that yeah
1: in the end maybe that's part of the process this sort of sitting there not getting anything done and yeah just thinking about it
2: yeah it's it's all about pressure then <laughs> yes you sit down and uh, uh, say to yourself no, please <laughs> make it make a tune, and it's it's not. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah. I'm lazy. I have to say, and uh,
1: I guess the the ideal situation is an idea comes to you, and then yes, it is. It, it is, and
2: and, and uh, I mean, it's the first time that that I had a um, something like a concept. So I, um, I knew that I, that I would like to name it Oderbruch. It's 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 about the area in in, in, in Germany. I had a lot of ideas. A lot of uh, actually, the track names were first, and then I tried to 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 uh, bring some music to the to the names. So to the titles, it was uh, yeah. Eighty percent was easy, and uh, the last week I tried to uh, no, I changed some tracks with with, uh, with the titles. So, uh, no, there, I made some tracks for this title, but I changed the track title in the end. Sometimes it was I was was cheating myself.
1: Yeah. What do you mean, cheating yourself?
2: Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, I made a track, and it was about the river. But afterwards, I had these ten, twelve tracks. I simply changed the track to, and it had it had a new title. So it was actually not made for the order for the river. It was made made for I don't know something else. I simply switched it.
1: Yeah, it's
2: actually not true what I did.
1: <laughs> Can you explain kind of how a track? Would be about a river, like in what sense does it's, the river? It's, it's
2: all about floating. <laughs> it's about the water, of course. We have these jetties <laughs> at the Oder, uh, these kind of uh, landsticks, <laughs> and uh, and it's always about this sound when the water is floating um, above the uh, jetties, and uh, and that's what uh, what my picture is in my head about the Oder, about the river Oder. That was that was my try to make music about something i mean it's it's really crazy to to make music about something that you can hear and you make music it's it's actually absurd but I, I try to i try to find a find a way in my head to translate pictures into into music
1: and you said that was a new thing
2: absolutely absolutely so actually i don't i don't have a plan what it what it is about actually but like having a a name or uh, describing a city or a street or a tree or, or whatever it that was the first time uh that i did something like that yeah and uh it's changing the the process the process of making music that's what i think and you don't start with a bass drum <laughs> and it's more quiet in the end that's that's what i have to say and it's uh there's more stereo it's more about the this sounds on the right and the left, then
1: in the middle, yeah. So, you mean, when you when you start with an image, I guess, as I don't know, as a oh. jumping-off point, mm-hmm. um, you're saying the music ends up. You think more about things like the stereo field than you would uh, if you were. Yeah,
2: b- because there is more space when you when you make techno. There's a big bass line, a big bass drum, and uh, that uh, bass drum is is about. 60 70 per- percent of a techno track is, is the bass drum or bass line so and uh if you don't need to push the limit there's more more space where you can play around with sounds
1: what made you want to approach the album in this different way
2: yeah i, I had to do something something new to to be a mid 40 guy who's still doing techno so it's not it, it can't be the future actually yeah i thought i um, I would like to to make music that I would like to hear at home. So, and I'm I'm not listening to straight techno
1: at home. So, your last album was called Final Experiment. Yeah. Was there any kind of meaning n- behind n- that? Name? No, not
2: at all. It's 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 always it's actually always fun. There's a there's a label called Final Experiment. There was a track on an album, I think on the second one, called Final Experiment. So it's always playing around with with something. So. Yeah, there's, there was no reason for for anything. So sure.
1: So this is the first time your track titles have had that level of meaning. Yes, I serious. Guess. It's
2: really serious. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I thought a lot about this, and uh, I'm really happy to do it with uh, with Oskut because it's uh, actually the right place for it. So how so? How they think about things, how they create something, the the whole uh, the whole behavior. At backhand, it's 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 actually what I like. So it's uh, I was I was talking to Alex from from Osgood, uh, I don't know one and a half year ago, and we were just talking uh, on a on a on a party for Steffi's release uh, album last year, I think. And it was just talk, not anything about releases or making music or something like that. Just just talk. it was I was cool. So and then the idea started to grow. So and. I had this idea in my in my head, and uh, I was asking him, and I told him some some things about it, and he said about Oderbruch. Yeah, Oderbruch and uh, and he said it's cool, good, good idea. Let's see what's yeah what you're doing in, in half a year, and then I was tr- starting to do some things, and it was good. It's a, it's a good place.
1: You put a lot of music over the past fifteen years or so. Mm-hmm. I guess this kind of um, what you just described as this sort of new creative process for this album. Have you gone through many sort of different approaches to making music over the years? Or is this kind of the first time? I you... think
2: it's the second one. <laughs> no. The second big change. Yeah, the change. second big change, is it? Yeah, yeah. the, the first one was, uh, that was really uh, in the beginning. So I think around 2007, I think, when the first uh, Equalizer and Wax came out, there was a certain point f- where
1: something changed. What changed exactly, or what did it, You know, what was your experience of that change?
2: I found out how to create a proper dance floor track. So, and uh, when I started to release music on on the first labels, like solo action, it was not easy to play. I mean, it was okay music, but nobody played it because it was hard to mix and the sound was really bad. And then I had a chance to listen to my stuff on a dance floor because uh, some people I knew played it and I was on the floor and I was checking out how the frequencies... Uh, and something like that and then uh, I really tried to get a proper bass drum so and that that was the point where I start to think about it to create music in a in a in a different way so and it was more the actually the easy way because it's it's much easier to create techno tracks than something with uh I don't know some serious music so I would say yeah yeah
1: but once you figured it out it seems like there was kind of a floodgate opening where you just kept pumping out these these you know killer dance floor tracks
2: it was it was open the the gate was open suddenly so I, 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 I can't tell you for instance uh, I think the first three wax and the two equalized records were made in one week so I made these tracks in one week so now I released them in three years so it was it was suddenly there.
1: So you were in this at that period of time, I guess, it was just like you were in this kind of feverish, constant state of making music, or you just got, you yeah,
2: know. exactly, e- exactly, and and also because it was new for me to 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 play as a DJ or live, and to uh, to listen to my own stuff, uh, yeah, that was the that was the the change, the the big change. Yeah.
1: I feel like you also went through a period where. You were trying out loads of different things, and you seemed to kind of just know how to do all of them. Like you did a couple dubstep records with yeah. the Panamax Project, and you had these, you know, serious techno kind of bombs. Then also these sort of housey things. Yeah, and you're yeah. still making the kind of IDM yep, music. B- has shed
2: be- because I like the music. That's it. It was it was also in 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 the nineties. I, I bought techno as well as house music so or, or uh, breakbeat hardcore stuff so i was always on i was on tour on all the dance floors. so so i was not only into techno it's it's so boring only to to listen to techno for instance i don't want to find out how to do it or something like that it's it's only because i like it so a proper bass drum is a proper bass drum it doesn't matter if it's in a house record or techno so, so actually it's, um, techno house, uh, it's actually the same. That would, that's what I would say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess to me, it, you know, it might be hard for you to have perspective on yourself in this way, but to me, it's, I feel like many people hearing you would say like, like a lot of people like all that music, but the ability to kind of, to have original ideas in those genres and to, and to competently make those, that music, mm-hmm. um, that's something that kind of sets you apart from other artists. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like you can kind of just try out all these things and and kind of nail them. What's uh, your reaction to that? Or you know?
2: I have to say, it's it's hard to get uh, respect from all the different scenes. You know, it's it's always when you do techno. I mean, shed is techno or something like that, and it's it's not easy to play as shed on a house floor because all the house people wouldn't say it's cool. But as a head high. Elias it's it's okay. For instance it's not easy to to do UK rave stuff or or drum and bass because this scene is totally different. So you can do a record but they they wouldn't care. Say they they don't buy it, say they because you're they not part of the scene. So and for instance also with with dubstep it wasn't easy to do a dubstep uh, record and uh, to get a chance to play a dubstep party or something. That was not that was not happening because all the hardcore dubstep guys they didn't know anything about me <laughs> and that's that's okay that's good that's cool yeah beside of uh pinch for instance that was uh, something different as i said with uh john bass or something like that and it's still it's it's still that a lot of people didn't know that i did this record or the wax record or the equalize stuff and it's it's still there's still a lot of People they don't know anything about the other aliases, so and uh, that's sometimes interesting.
1: <laughs> is that kind of what you wanted with making all those different aliases? I don't want
2: anything. I, d- I don't care actually. I have to say I-, I really don't care about this. So it's the same music. It's actually the same. It's a different uh, s- speed, or th- and it's uh, but but the the plan is always the same. So the the creating procedure.
1: In what sense? What is that creative procedure? That's always the same. How does it work?
2: If you would like to do something for the f- dance floor, you have to start with a bass drum. That's the first step. You can't, can't start with a string sound or something like that. Then it's going into the v- wrong direction. So, first of all, the bass drum must be good. So that's 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 it. I mean, in the end, you can hear that it's always from me because it's it's it's. The feeling is the same. The the, the drum plays all the same. So
1: yeah. On the topic of this, you know, your kind of broad range of different projects, you've got about twenty different names listed on discogs or something like that. The most recent one just came out this year. The Hoover. Um,
2: it's uh, by mistake. It's Hoover One. <laughs> it was a, one. was a mistake at at Hardwax uh, creating the. Uh the file, the first file, and it was going out to all the download shops and it now uh, it's called Hoover One <laughs>
1: huh. wait, so it's meant to be called Hoover One uh, no
2: actually it was Hoover right okay yeah. but uh now it's called Hoover One yeah <laughs> big, uh,
1: <laughs> so with Hoover, um, just to take that as an example, how does that come into existence? like you have an idea for a track and then you think like maybe this could be a new name or you know or how how does it work exactly?
2: I make a lot of tracks at home, and so, and sometimes they are there since two years now or something on on a on a HD. And um, suddenly I'm listening through all the older tracks, and then then there is a kind of a creating process in my head that this track from this year and the, the track from last year I made they could fit together. Then I start to think about doing something new or yeah something like that. That's that's the process. Actually, there's there's no idea uh, in the beginning of uh, creating a or I do a Hoover now, and I do drum and bass or hard, uh, hardcore. No, that's, that's not the point. So it's always the, the opposite, actually.
1: So you're making music without really a clear plan, and then the sort of uh, organizing it or saying like this would work for this record. That's just like a separate process. Yeah,
2: I mean, when when the the allies is there, when I, when there's a record out, the, the the second record is is a different thing. So because then I start to to release something that is like the first record, or create something that is that fits to to the other one, to the one before. But creating a new uh, a new alias is, is um, I don't know. It can happen today or tomorrow that I think this and this fit together and. Uh, we can do something new. That's something new, but uh, actually, it's not. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean the Hoover one is, is uh, yeah it's it's because I love uh, the UK rave stuff. So and I was showing that I love it. <laughs> so, yeah,
1: I guess this might be a tedious question for you, but the incredible range of different names is that connected to the way you feel about identity and music, or is it just that you like? creating all these different aliases no
2: it makes things easy for me because i can release a lot of stuff Uh, that's what i would say so if i would do everything under the shadow lies that it's nobody would listen to it anymore so that's what i think it's about music and it's what i'm what i mean in the beginning of the interview it's it's about the music it's not me so and that's what i try to to show that's that's it's, it's because of bringing out a white label not with my name on it, or something like that. I mean, it's cool when people say, "Ah, oh, it's it sounds like Rene, and it is so good, but it makes things not very easy to get bookings. so that's that's the, the 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 problem is what I didn't think about in the beginning. so but it's 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 okay. I can live with it.
1: What's your kind of day to day like um like are you making music?" All the time? Do you make music most days or no? It's
2: it's um, it's um it's um I make music for three weeks and then I stop for three weeks, so it's something like that. So I can't do music the uh, the whole week or in in every time. So no, it's 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 always a kind of a refreshing period, and then I go to studio back again and do some music, and then then I do some four weeks some family stuff and and uh, don't do music. Or make music and uh, yeah something like
1: that. Yeah. And when you're making music, you, are you fairly productive? Like you start things and finish things?
2: Uh yeah 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 always. If I don't finish it, I will never ever touch it again. So it's a, if I it's it's getting lost then when when I don't finish it. Yeah.
1: So like beginning to end, how long would you work on one track?
2: Yeah, it depends. Sometimes it goes very quick, and sometimes it takes a week. So what's very quick for you? Uh yeah, five hours, I would say. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it's that case scenario repetitive stuff. So it's um, you, you
1: only cut, copy, paste. So <laughs> that's it. Sometimes. Yeah. You said before you uh, <laughs> that the um, middle-aged techno artist uh, is can't be your future. <laughs> um, I guess for someone in your position I don't know how 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 else can you play it or you know what can you
2: I don't know <laughs> I don't know I I don't know 10 years ago I said that I would like to stop with when I'm 40 so that was 4 years ago so I think I I will uh, tell the same story in 10 years mm-hmm. I mean I love techno and, and all my friends um, are with techno so it's hard to get up by night <laughs> and uh, to drink alcohol the whole time <laughs> no it's, it, it, i don't need to i know i don't need to t- to drink but uh, actually it's not hard it's it's still it's it's still okay it's I, I, I can live with it so so it's still fun but sometimes I, I feel i feel really old when i when i look to the dance floor and i see all the the people there sometimes i think i come on eh. I could be your father <laughs> and sometimes more than this also so it's uh, but actually it's my problem so when i was 20 I, I thought about a dj that was older than 30 i thought oh, come on go away please go away but today it seems to be different so I w- i'm always asking is it isn't it, isn't it is it strange when a 40 year old guy is here in front of you and play techno or something and they say no it's okay it's it's it's, it's okay
1: uh, for me, it's strange sometimes yeah I mean, I ask partly because I think it's quite a common experience that um many people have this at the center of their lives, mm. and it's not clear um you know where that mm. goes, but mm. then maybe there's no reason to worry about it or you know maybe it's sort of like a dated notion that yeah that it's a young person's game it's
2: not on me to to stop I think for me it's it's still okay to. As long as I as I don't get a, a beer can <laughs> onto my head when I play or something like that, and they say go away, old man, <laughs> so it's it's all okay. But it, I don't feel old. That's it's it's crazy. It's 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 it's, it's kind of a midlife thing, I guess. So I I still feel like thirty or something. And now I I, I see I'm forty four, and I I can't believe it. I, I really can't believe it because I I'm still live like I did ten years ago. So. And that's it's it's only in my head, I guess. so it's uh, it's it's hot, it's so hot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, in a way, I would say you're very fortunate that you have something that you continue to, basically your relationship with making music has seemed very steady over a long period of time. <coughs> Is there any way you could explain kind of what you get out of it? Or like when you're making music? What is it? You said you for instance, a minute ago. You said you, you said that you would stop when you're 40, but you're still doing it. Mm-hmm. What keeps you in it?
2: I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm still nervous when a, when a new record come comes out. Also, I'm I still like it to to send the stuff to the mastering studio. So, and I still like to create the labels. So it's I'm I'm still uh, curious about the manufacturing thing. So that's still what i like i, I still uh, stamp all my records myself so and it's it's all about this going to going to and go and stamp thousands of records and uh, i live it i love it that's that's all i can say and it's 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 not on first sight the music it's 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 about the whole thing so i really I, I can't sell myself i can't promote myself that's that's my problem today but i still like like the the idea of uh making a record so it's still this one to have something in my hands with my music on it so it's still about
1: this so with your most recent album if i can offer a personal opinion i think it's a particularly strong one um something about it feels like everything came together in a way that's kind of hard to describe when I'm listening to it I wonder if your experience of it was any different than say the last one like did did it feel to you that you were particularly in the groove or that this one was going quite well
2: I can't remember the last one (laughs) (laughs) no no that's it Uh, I don't know if there's a a big difference between these ones I could I could uh, for me it's, it's always the same I, I, there's no difference <laughs> so it's it's the problem of uh, of the of the artist maybe so I could i i don't know it's it's always about uh, the feeling that gets you when you when you listen to to these tracks it's it's not about the kind of music that not if it's breaks or electronic techno. it's not about this it's it's about the this certain feeling that you have when you when you are listening to to these tracks so that's what's important to me. In my iTunes playlist, it's not it's not Oderbruch or it's not Final Experiment. It's called from the first to the n- last one. It's STP one, STP two, STP three. Yes. So it's it's all about this shedding the past thing. It's a, the
1: title. So it's kind of a constant thing. It's just you sit down. Yeah, and do it's this a
2: very thing. personal. So it's it, it's my it's it's my record. I don't I don't care what other people think about it. It's cool when they like it, but it's. It's me. It's a very very personal thing.
1: it sounds to me like it's this thing that's running the whole time, mm-hmm. kind of that you tap into.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, sometimes you have uh, a lot of tracks that fit together, and you can do an album that, like it was the other albums before. This time it was it was a different thing. So, so yeah, that's maybe the difference. But I think the feeling, the, the the mood, is is always the same on my albums. I think it's it's always. It, it's always this oh, it's like like, oh, not not like a depressive guy, but it's it's a emotional thing. It's it's about uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a certain mood. That's what I like to have on a on an album. It's it's always hard to be, be, because. It's always about the past. When I when I when I try to explain my music, then it's always I have to talk about the '90s. I have to talk about uh, shedding the past was the first one, and yeah, the guy seems to have big problems with a with his. It's it's not. It's a in a positive uh, melancholic way. You know, it's a, yeah. I'm not depressive. You know,
1: that's a funny one though. I mean, that's a basic part of the human experience. Like letting yeah, sure, the past go sure.
2: but when you talk about it they uh, uh, they judge you you know oh come on yeah he's crying the whole day because of his get- getting old now well, yeah
1: <laughs> but that feeling that you're saying that all your albums share is a very particular kind of uh, in between emotion yeah, po- I would say p-
2: positive melancholic positive thing that's that's what I and uh, it's it. there should be melodies where you can uh That you remember. You know, sometimes there's it's a track, it's cool, but you don't remember it next year. So that's what I like. When you when you hear a melody, a certain melody and you think, Yeah, I know that it is this track or from this album. That's that's cool.